one final segment before we get you out to Pinnacle Bank Arena. Uh, game one in Class A tonight will be Millard South and Bellevue West. Game two will be Millard North and Lincoln High. Austin Norman and Kenny Wilhite with you here for another 10-15 minutes or so. Uh, Kenny, I wanted to ask you too about camps for recruits. First of all, just just who gets invited? Is it guys that you know that you want to recruit, want to get another look at? Is it guys you're interested in but don't know if you want to offer? Who are the types of guys that get invites to, to those like seven-on-seven seven or pipeline-type camps? Um, it's guys you're looking at. You want to get an, another look at. You want to see them in person. You, it may be a guy that's from, uh, let's say he's from just in general from Texas. You haven't put eyes on him. You've watched his film. You think he's he, he's good enough. You haven't seen him in person. So you invite him to a camp. Um, that way you can height weight him. And you can get a really good look at the kid. Mm-hmm. Then your position coach get to work him out. Mm-hmm. Watch him move. Watch watch his demeanor. Again, again, when you get him on to your camp, you want to see how they how they act. You want to see, you know, is this a guy that you can bring to Lincoln, Nebraska, mm-hmm. and he's going to gel, or he's going to be a guy that's going to be out in the community being a knucklehead. You right. can, you know what I mean. So, um, it's the guys that you've seen on film, mm-hmm. or it's guys that you've got film from, or word of mouth. You want to get them there. That way, you can work them out yourself. See if they match in person what they put on film, sort yes. of thing. Yes. Gotcha. So you mentioned that it's it's it seems like a pretty holistic evaluation, not just looking at the physical, but it is the mental as well. Is mm-hmm. that how they interact with you know players on the team and coaches, other players around them? Like what are what are the main things you're looking for out of someone that you invite to a camp? How they interact with people, period. It's mm-hmm. not just guys on your roster or coaches. It's just how they interact with people in general. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's a guy, really good player, and you bring you get him to camp. He does okay in camp, and you're wavering on if you want to offer him. He may do something and be like, you know, that guy has potential. You know, we may want to take a chance on that guy. Or he may do something that's just completely off the wall, and you'd be like, let's take him off the board. He's not a good fit for us. Mm-hmm. He's not a good – you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then there's a guy that's a, a higher-end guy. I mean, when I say a higher-end, you know, the stars, the – the all the 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 trinkets mm-hmm. and he's just a turd once you get him face to face and you like you can't bring that kid here mm-hmm. he's not a kid you want you want on your roster he'll be a locker room lawyer or he'll be a kid that be in trouble out in the community you have to watch him you have to worry about him 24 7 but the kids who you get to camp are the kids that you really want to evaluate gotcha the, the pipeline Mm-hmm. the Friday Night Lights. I used to always tell most of the kids, you know, if you weren't high on our board, don't come to Friday Night Lights. Gotcha. You, want to get a true, you won't get a true evaluation hmm. because they're worried about the invitees or the big-name kids. They were gotcha. more worried about getting eyes on them than mm-hmm. the small-town kid from Beatrice or right. Nebraska City. Mm-hmm. I tell them come to, to individual skill camp. That way you get more one-on-one uh, attention. After those camps or during those camps, are are the are the people on the staff sitting down and looking at all the prospects together? Are they just focused on their position? Because I know like when, when you go out on the road, you're looking at, you know, this guy, maybe you hear about someone else. Mm-hmm. But are those camps a, a 
a spot for the whole staff to get eyes on one or two kids that you think you could be interested in? Well, it's position based. Mm-hmm. So gotcha. the defensive back will have defensive back coach will have the DBs, the D line coach will have the D line. So, but you'll have some guys like the head coach, director of player personnel, you know, director of player development, mm-hmm. offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. They're just roaming to every position so they can see a D lineman. So I was one of the ones that was roaming. Mm -hmm. So if I saw like an in-state kid that I invited and he's standing out, now I'm going to go grab the director of player personnel, the defense coordinator, offense coordinator, say, hey, you need to come watch this kid do this drill. You know, Mm -hmm. so that's how that works. So once you get individual eyes on the kid, now we get together to stab like, hey, he ran a four six forty at this height, this weight. You know, let's let's get him back. Let's get him back on the board. If he's on the board, let's move him higher. Now he's an offer. He's possible offer guy. So that's how that worked. Were there any? Are there any guys that stick out to you that came to a camp, played their way up a board, and ended up on the team? Uh, there's a couple. Uh, Brody Belt for one. Um, Brody was one that I watched his film. I'm like, holy smokes. A little s- s- small, mm-hmm. but his feet, his speed and quickness, you know, you thought he could possibly play three positions, running back, receiver, defensive back, mm. you know, and look at what he did on the field. You know what I mean? Two of those three. Two of those three. So, um, and he was a really good kid, you know, come from a good family. Um, I'm trying to think of one more. And I'm picking walk-ons because those are the ones that I – That was your specialty. That was my specialty. Um, But if you look at a a bigger guy, you know, a guy like Colton Feast, Mm. Utan, his finest. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Small-town kid, um, undersized. But he was Mm. physical. And he he did okay in camp. And I think his camp is what got him – his walk-on spot. Now you didn't know where to put him. Mm. O-line or D-line? Yeah, or because, inside, of outside? It, because of his size. Mm. But he worked his butt off, put on the weight, and look what he look at what he became. Starter. Starter. Black shirt. Black shirt. There Things you go. we respect in this state. Yes. yes. Is there a limit to how many of those types of Friday night lights or you know camps you can have? You can have a cer- only a certain amount of camps. You have a window. Oh, window. Okay. A window. Gotcha. You get 15 camps in a certain window, certain certain calendar days. So mm-hmm. we tried to have three or four. I think it went down to three last year. Gotcha. Um, again, those light, those camps, the Friday Night Lights camp, started with Coach Riley, his his, his staff, and uh, I think it was more of glitz and glamour because you had a DJ, you know, it's under the lights. <laughs> Calabrasca, Calabrasca, that sort of thing, yeah. Now you have some good kids on campus, and I was a good. I believe Micah Parsons came to one of those. <laughs> was he as different in person as it seems like he was? No, hmm. he is between him and Devin White, mm-hmm. the linebacker played at LSU with the Bucks. There's ties for him in Nebraska too, but he and Devin White were the most, the two most impressive guys I've seen at our camps. I mean, you hear the stories of Micah Parsons, all-world defensive end, playing wide receiver. He lined up out there at wide receiver, and you had Buki, mm-hmm. Darnay Holmes. NFL player. NFL player now with the Giants, right? 
Is he still with the Giants? I will double check that, but he was last with the Giants. Um, trying to cover him. And he ran past those little dudes like it was nothing. And I was like, holy smokes. He I think he 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 mossed somebody in the in the what corner is that? Um Tunnelwatt corner? The south opposite. Southwest corner. Okay. He mossed somebody. I was like, holy smokes. <laughs> then he came back and lined up at defensive back and he's covering the receivers. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, this dude is a freak. <laughs> I, very, very impressive. Mm-hmm. To be that size, and do that, and do that. Ugh. I mean, so, I mean, and you see what he's doing with the Cowboys. You right. saw what he did, at, you know, at, at Penn State. So, he and Devin White, Devin White. I'm like, oh my goodness, freak. Mm-hmm. You know, you you some guys you get that extra dust sprinkled on you. The man upstairs gives it to you. <laughs> Both of those guys have it, and they're using it, and they're using it. And I'm sure that's what you like to see too, because again. Good players became great players, but didn't let it go to waste. No. You know, they're they're maximizing it. And that's when you get those stories. And that, to me, is the best part, mm-hmm. right? Because there are so many talented guys, we don't know their names. But you keep your head screwed on straight. And, you know, you and Jay have mentioned this, too. Academics and how you treat people. Yep. Academics and relationships. Yep. It's not just about what you do in the weight room or on the field. Obviously, that takes you a long way. But you get all three of those pieces put together – Special. Very special. Very special. Uh, the other thing I wanted to ask you about camps, is there a certain number of players you can bring in for those? Is there a, a limit? Or are you trying to get eyes on as many guys as you can? Are you targeting it pretty specifically to guys you want to see and filling it in with some guys? How does that work? Well, you, you send out invites to your targeted guys, okay. your top guys. And again, a kid from Florida may not be able to fa- afford to come up. A sure. kid from Georgia may not be able mm-hmm. to afford to come up. But now with NIL stuff, you know, things can get done, but you 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 send invites to your target guys, mm-hmm. and those are the top priority guys. And then I would send invites to my guys, priority guys, who mm-hmm. I thought could help us at some point, who I thought was on the verge of being an offer type guy. And then those are the special invites, mm-hmm. but you have to open it up to the public, and we capped it at. 285. Okay. 285. Because per camp? Per camp. Okay. But there may be an exception. You know, you get a guy like Michael Parson who wants to sign up late, <laughs> then you, you, you let him in. Sorry, number 286. No, to... you don't kick anybody out. <laughs> oh, you gotcha. just let him in. Gotcha. But you want to cap it at, at a certain number. Mm-hmm. But if a guy like that wants to come, or if you get a – the camp could be on a Friday – and that Friday morning, if you get a message saying, hey, we're coming through, he'd like to take part in your camp, you're going to let him in the camp. Mm-hmm. Hopefully he has a physical with him. You know what I mean? Because you have to have physicals mm-hmm. and stuff and insurance papers, but you're going to let him in. On the text line here, uh, someone says, small town kids outwork city boys every time. And I think that's the the general perception. You know, Nebraska walk-ons, they work harder. It means more to them. But how many times have we heard, you know, like, it's your ticket out mm-hmm. of a big city? Mm-hmm. Do you... It seems to me like, again, something that we can make the generalization because it sounds good and, you know, coming from Nebraska where we don't have a you know million person town, we want it to be, you know, small town kids work harder. It means more. But again, to me, that seems like it should be an individual thing because it's, what does football mean to this person? How how far are they willing to go with it? It's a general statement, but I mean, it's a fair statement. Okay. Just being a former player, again, out of state kid compared to an in-state kid. 
when I got here. Mm-hmm. He, they outworked me. I thought my athletic ability alone would be, you know what I mean? But there are certain ways that the coaches want you to do it. You have to do it that way or you weren't going to be on the field. Mm-hmm. So I watched those guys. That's how he wants it. You know? Now, did they outwork me in the weight room? No. Did they outwork me in the off-season program? No. But there are some cases where there are some walk-on kids or in-state kids, I because you can get walk-ons from out-of-state too, but mm-hmm. in-state kids that will outwork a, an out-of-state kid. And you point it out to them. You be like, hey, bro, you know, so-and-so, so-and-so's, look what he's doing. You taking shortcuts. So there are some cases where you can you can make that statement, but it's not 100%. For sure. That'll just about do it for us here uh, in the 93-7 The Ticket Studios. Uh, once again, little Husker wrap, but baseball takes down Vanderbilt, final score of 5-3, to three, and softball gets a pair of wins on the day as well. 3 nothing in Game 2 over Texas Commerce for Nebraska softball. The day started with a 3-2 walk-off winner down in the desert over Weber State. Kenny, appreciate you being here. Uh, in next week, I hope. Yes, I'll be in next week. Excellent. Yeah, shows Monday, Tuesday uh, before we'll just fill time like we have been Wednesday, Thursday, Friday for the state tournament. Uh, for Kenny Wilhite, I'm Austin Norman. On the other side, we'll get you back out to Pinnacle Bank Arena. Nick Sainert standing by ready for some Class A high school action. That'll be Miller South and Bellevue West at 6, and then at 745, Miller North and Lincoln High. Stay tuned. High school state basketball comes your way on the other side on 93.7 The Ticket.